Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. July 15th, 2022, we're back. It actually might be July 14th when you're hearing this. I'm going to edit this tomorrow. It's Wednesday night right now. If it's the 15th when you're hearing this, it's National Give Something Away Day. Kind of like the Flames goose. Man, there's no way. <laughs> really? National Giveaway Day on July 15th when this shit's coming out? Uh, Keep going. Yeah, no, no worries. No worries. Yeah, I don't think anything happened. We'll just get back at it. Um, but if it's July 14th when you're hearing this, it's actually Owen's birthday. So this is why we're taping on Wednesday night. As much as you know, I know it would be a great birthday gift to sit in this hot, sweaty room and talk about the Falcons and Saints for a couple hours, maybe we'll give you the day off. So we're here a little day early. And it worked out very much to our advantage because it's episode 119. And five minutes before the show, late breaking news, Johnny Gaudreau leaves Alex's Calgary Flames to join the Columbus Blue Jackets. Wow, man. That, is, that just sounds fake. <laughs> Let's be honest. That sounds fake, but... It's real. It's real. And it's also... It comes at a big discount. He was offered $84 million by the Flames. He turned that down. He decided to take close to $70 million, probably a little under $70 million. The terms are still coming out. Crazy times in here, man. He traded in Calgary for Columbus, said he wanted to go to the East Coast, hit up Columbus. Hit up some mid, mid-east. <laughs> mid East. Mid-Midwest vibes. Mid-East. Midwest. Like, it's mid-east. closer. I don't know. It, undebatably, yeah. it is closer. No, he said, like, two hours is huge. Yeah, it is. <laughs> with, with the plane ride, so. It is. Big ups to him for that. I had sort of written this down on here because we get a nice advantage of being able to cover the show with uh, the biggest story in sports, because nobody really relates to the Flames except for Alex in here. And I'd written down, you know, some things like, you've been here eight years, fifth all-time in points. Like, do you have, like, positive feelings? That's off the table. None of that matters right now, because I'm pissed. Literally looks like a rat. I never wanted to say it, but he's actually nasty. Cocaine snorting. Just fake, fake, fake human. No heart. I get the whole family thing um, of him wanting to go to, like, Philadelphia. Craziest things, Philadelphia's like, we're good. Like, we're fine. They spent their money other places. I know, but they could have actually moved Cap to sign him if they wanted to. I don't know what the hell happened with New Jersey and the Islanders. And I thought, you know what? If you're going to leave the Flames, like, at least go to New Jersey. Um, They're an up-and-coming team. Go to the Islanders. That's also fine. They're pretty, like... And then even Philadelphia, fine. You're actually from Philadelphia. He dumps us for two hours that he's saving on a flight so he can go to Columbus, dude. Seriously, man. Less money, doesn't get the eighth year. Like, you're not going to be worth whatever we were going to pay him. Ten and a half million when you're 36. Said no to that. Took actual less AAV so he could go to Columbus. And Columbus is... How would you describe Columbus? Columbus is nowhere oh, near like contending, dude. No, oh. he just signed with the Carolina Panthers. Like that's like the equivalent. that is literally he left. He left. Um, I don't know what's a above average NFL team like. Well, it's, like the Saints. The, the Saints. I don't know. Say say the Saints or or like uh, I don't know the Dallas Cowboys or something. Kind of like a oh, oh the Dallas Cowboys. The Calgary Flames are now the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> but uh, for a team that 
won't be contending anywhere in the near future. Doesn't even sign like he's not even related to anywhere in Ohio in Columbus. Has no connections there. Signs with them. What a disaster, dude. What a disaster. Like it was like Phil said, basically anywhere but Calgary he was down with if it was on the east. Which is just shows you what kind of a guy he is. If he would have resigned in Calgary, we still would have had a good shot at contending, making the playoffs consistently. Leaves us for Columbus, spit in the face to the to the city, the organization, the fans. I'm Phil is getting me like the fastest possible. Uh, because oh, the best we can do right now is a shirt, but I'll get my hands on a jersey. Don't you worry, Johnny Goudreau. You fake. You fake. But I'm going to get my hands on a shirt first, burn it. Then I'm going to get the jersey, burn that too. I'm going to be one of those guys. Let's go. Because F you, bro. For real. I don't want to swear. Cause, right? That's okay. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I just want to keep it clean. That's okay. Um, uh, we can tell there's it, emotion. It sounds fake. It sounds fake. It, it really does. I, I, I could see. I was picturing it. You know, Johnny Goudreau to Philadelphia. Johnny Goudreau to, to New York. Johnny Goudreau to New Jersey. Johnny Goudreau to Columbus. Are you kidding me? I actually <laughs> discovered a possible connection. He played his first All-Star game in Columbus. Oh, yes. There we go. Oh, Family ties. Yeah. Dude, they Do had it, a John. great time at the airport. Do it, John. In. And, I mean, I didn't even get to this part. First of all, I know, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, what is he supposed to say? But when we got eliminated from the playoffs, people were asking him. And he's like, Calgary's home. I want to sign long-term here. He I want to stay here. Well, and he said he had people shoveling his driveway just to get him to stay. There's something I don't. I didn't hear about that. <laughs> but there was this narrative that you know he he gets pissed off that you know some people from Calgary think that he wants to leave and doesn't want to stay here, which all seems fake now. And the worst part is he took us for a dog walk the whole time. Could have told us last year. Could have told us two years ago. And and I heard apparently today the call yesterday was brutal where he phoned like Trey Living and everyone was sad. It came up to the final hours before free agent. He left us with four hours until free agency started. Let us know he wasn't coming back. Only to sign with Columbus, bro. I've never... This, I can't even compare this to anything. I, I don't even you, know what uh... to compare this to, dude. And uh, once again, you're 28 years old. You're in your prime, guy. God made you healthy. Like, I think you're going to live another 50 years and you'll have a lot of time to spend with your family. Like, I get the family component, but I've never seen a star want to go so bad and then not even end up in the city where his wife lives and where he's from. It makes no sense. You're in the prime of your career. Why are you pulling a Duncan Keith right now? What the hell? I get the guy who's 34, 35, 36, wants to spend some time with his kids, hasn't, you know, had a chance to really be a dad. Man, he's acting like... And, this- and Calgary is not Ottawa, okay? Calgary is a fine city. Go to dirty, Great city, little, wow. dirty, Great city, dirty Columbus. Uh, ricochet shot at Ottawa, dude. That was messed up. <laughs> but uh, I want to read you this article from... Uh, it's actually published by Mike Gould on February 24th. <laughs> go. February 24th, 2022. Shout out Mike Gould. Shout out Mike Gould. And the headline is... Flames assistant GM Craig Conroy on Johnny Goudreau extension. Quote, we're going to get that one done. So uh, that's Ooh, that's a bit of a tough it's take. A blemish on the record. He also said, "quote That's a done deal." So uh, that's that freezing cold takes. That's a bit of a tough one. Maybe Craig Conroy should uh, wonder about that one next time. Maybe make a correction. But this is very difficult. This is uh, I hate to see you down like this. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I <laughs> no, don't. you don't. Yeah, you called me. You so, called my bluff there. Um, 
And yeah, I, I don't even know like what what are the Flames even supposed to do here? He didn't give us any time. I mean, obviously as a GM, you should plan for a plan B, which doesn't seem like he did because Trillian kept saying we'll sign him, we'll sign him, we'll sign him. But dude, like if he's not signing with you in like you know four or five days leading up to free agency, just leave it, bro. He kept saying, you know, I think there's a chance that we might sign him. I think there's a chance. Well, at some point, a chance isn't good enough. Is he signing or is he not? And I felt this whole time we've kind of felt like, you know, he'd like to test free agency and he'd like to go out east. But, man, to leave us for Columbus, bro, just shows you what kind of a guy he is. And I don't want to hear any of that family stuff. That is the just the biggest cap of all time. What about this? You heard about the schools in Columbus, though. Apparently, they're are they good? Where, where are they ranked in the in the U.S. country? Can we they, look that up? I'll I'll get on that. Uh-huh. Get I on bet that. I bet Calgary's top five in Canada. I would probably. Not, uh, I well, think said, that's probably, probably. yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, just I know you can blame management too, and I I partly do. Like we should have tried to figure this out last summer, um, especially you know him having term, and then there were teams even calling about Johnny Goudreau's rights. But um, I think we could have even traded his rights for some assets. I mean, Minnesota traded Kevin Fiala's rights to L.A. for a first-round pick and a prospect. I mean, what the hell is Goudreau going to fetch for just his rights, let alone if we traded him, like, a year ago? And I get it. You know, we were a contending team. It's not that easy to just trade a star player when there's uncertainty, right? Because you think you're going to contend. You got your goal. You got the coach, right? You're not just going to, you know, dump him like that. But, man, it's just a really, really disappointing day to be a Flames fan. So... I'm going to have to take a, a big time break. This sucks. And it's going to, like, the team we have now, I also, a lot of people saying rebuild, rebuild. It's not that easy. Like, the team, Goudreau left, that's fine. But our team is still not that bad that we're going to be, like, an Arizona or, like, uh, Columbus, for example, right? Yeah. Columbus, garbage freaking team. Um, we still have decent guys, especially, I don't know what's going to happen with Kachuk, but, you know, if he stays, we have Lindholm, we have a decent goalie, we have a good coach, like, we can try to be bad, but I don't think it's going to be that easy. Unless, but then again, how do you just trade Lindholm, Kachuk, and Markstrom, and Anderson, and Hannafin? You can't mm-hmm. trade that many guys in in, in three months to just uh, to just tank. So, like the direction we're going in is a disaster. And if we sign Kadri, I'm done. That's I'm done. That's, that's it. it. That might that's be it. the nail in the that's coffin. That's the nail in the fan. coffin. And I told Phil I'm going to be a Chicago Blackhawks fan. Yeah. So maybe Red Wings. Saw that cool documentary they had. Yeah. With the Avalanche. That was a dope documentary. What I don't get is like, he put the team in the lurch by waiting until the last minute to say he was going to um, test for agency. Meaning like, it was, seemed like it was probably a tough decision. And then it took him like 24 hours to decide what team he wanted to go to. And it was a team that nobody else, that was not even on the radar. Yeah, exactly. Does that make sense to anybody? Coming no. into the right? day, no. coming into today, I had not heard Columbus and Johnny Gaudreau in the same yeah. sentence one time. So what that tells me is either, well, what it tells me is he knew he was leaving Calgary earlier and he probably knew where he was going. Like, he's probably known for months, which like makes the fact that he didn't tell ownership until now. No, not only worse. months. This has been rumored since I was like 12 years old. Since Phil and I have been going to junior high, this has been the rumor. <laughs> yes, it's not the Flames you you said you can't blame the management. I agree that he left that he did he it was a scumbag move yeah. waiting till the end. But the management acting like 
Or we tried everything we could and it wasn't enough. You guys had years of warning. It's not a surprise to anybody that this is how it ended. That's how I feel, at least. I know if they traded him last year, it's obviously revisionist. But the team was last year at a point where they could decide to go for it or rebuild. And now it's pretty obvious it wasn't worth winning around. It, exactly. It wasn't worth it at exactly. all. So, so, you know... It's tough, but I think that he will now, he could have, if he went to Philadelphia, I do think he would have got a nice warm reception when he came back. He did, you know, this he, is, but yeah, this is this not going to be very kind. This is going to be horrible back. for him. It's going to be really, really bad. I can assure you that Johnny Goudreau <laughs> looking at the camera right now. Personal message to Personal Johnny. Message, bro. Personal yeah. message to Johnny. <laughs> um, and I think Joe Sackage was the only player with more points to head into a free agency than Johnny Goudreau. Johnny Goudreau, since like 1990, is the second, uh, is the player with the sec, uh, player sec, with, player maybe with, John Tavares. Maybe John uh. Tavares as well. I think, I think he was on that too, with the most points to enter free agency. Second highest of all time since, since 1990. I don't know why I said all time, but since 1990. Um, <laughs> and to lose a guy like that, I know people... You know, think Trey Living's like a mediocre GM, but dude, that on your resume to lose Johnny Goudreau, that puts you. I, in I the don't bag. care. I don't care that he wanted to go home, wanted to go to his family and stuff. But like you said, like you kind of had to know. Like, was it worth really winning around? No, I don't know. Maybe some people. I don't. Know, if by some chance he won the Stanley Cup and he left, it would have been. I don't know. Maybe worth it. I don't know. But now it doesn't look good. So this is so bad. This is really bad. Well, not to dwell on it too long because we are up against the clock, but I do think this team has some problems that go beyond just him. And I think him leaving like this is a reflection of that. I think there's some serious issues there. The way they went out in the playoffs was a little concerning. Like they didn't really give much of a pushback against Edmonton the whole series. I don't know. I wonder what I would think if I was... His final shift was kind of a showing what kind of person he is. Let's go, Alex. Take it hard to the hole on that Phil one. Phil and I saw that one. Yeah. Me too. Reflection of what kind of a person he is. <laughs> Alex so. is really going for the personal attacks on yeah. this one. Phil, Which what I do you think the issue is? What do I think the issue is with the Flames? Yeah. I think they've they built their their house on uneven ground, and then they're trying to pretend like it wasn't an issue. They never had good leadership in there. They never had good management in there. And they kept just trying to change the couch. It was like, you guys have to start again. Build this thing back up from the bottom up. But instead, they were just changing the paintings on the wall. Leadership Co- meaning what, though? Players in that dressing room who can make a difference and have a, have an actual bond with each other. The team clearly, when they yeah. were forced to spend the most time together in the COVID season, clearly hated each other. Like, the team absolutely blew up at the seams, like, 10 games into that Kachuk, season. like, hated the entire team, for too. And he Remember? can't wait to get out of there, too. I'm sure Goudreau plays a big part in that, because you say that's the kind of person he is when he leaves. Yeah, it is It is telling a little bit, but it also shows you the last couple of years that he had to be in there, and he's not capable of being more of a leader. Is that's it weird? what it shows you. <clears throat> is it weird, too, at all, that, like, your best player and one of the guys that's been with the team the longest is... Like, not a captain or an assistant captain either. Yeah, very telling. Yeah, of that's course. always something I've wondered, too. Yeah, but I yeah. think that hockey's an interesting game, but the Flames trying to build around this thing. I think maybe there is, you know what, positive positive spin zone. Maybe there's a bit of a, and I don't mean to be positive about the Flames, I really don't, but maybe this is a, a, a joining forces moment for the rest of the team. 
Maybe they're like, mm. you know what? We didn't need this guy anyway. Galvanizing. Yeah. I don't know. At this point, it's just too early to like. It's so fresh. Like I'm just full of fury and anger that I can't think about. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't cracked a smile since he got here. That I can't think fury. about anything else. Fury, he's and fury. He's like, it wasn't just regular upset. It was fury and anger, which I can get behind. And not just fury. It was fury and anger. And anger. And anger. It's a double. Um, yeah. yeah. So, Alex is going boxing after this. Can just, I point out? I was going to say this in the intro. Pray for the soccer team I'm playing next. <laughs> yeah. Alex is a soccer game in a I was going to say this minutes. in the intro when uh, Phil said it was National Giving Away Day. What was the other one? It was Bastille Day slash Owen's birthday on the 14th. Right. Um, but on the last show, Alex said he was going to bring us all Slurpees. And then he said, oh, my bad. I'll bring them next time. And that didn't happen. You're going to bring that like, up now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? not, not to bring it up right now. <laughs> bring that up now. I thought about it. I had a busy day today. and I was kind of tired. So, yeah. Maybe next time, boys. Maybe. <laughs> you know, Maybe. I will say After personal. Today, <laughs> yeah. Personal story. I saw Alex's car rolling up. I was watching from the window because I knew we were up against the clock to start today. I'm watching from the window. I see his car roll up and I look down at my phone to text him like I got the door. And when I look down, I, my, the Twitter popped up. He Gaudreau to Columbus. <laughs> and I like ran out the door trying to see Alex's reaction. And I looked at him. I watched him get out the car. He opened the door. He grabbed his backpack, and then I saw him grab the phone, look at it, and then just immediate hand to the head. And then he just <laughs> slowly sauntered up the driveway, muttering to himself. So no, I got I got to get tickets. It's January 23rd. Oh, oh we have to date secure. So. Huh. I think my lookout. first ever Flames game I went to was a Blue Jackets game. Fun fact. Let's go. Yeah. I bet, I, bet the, I bet the ticket value is going up yeah. for January 23rd right now as we speak. By now. Uh, the other thing that's going on in other sports today was the Blue Jays fired Charlie Montoyo. He got the sack four years with the team. This one's more for Owen. He finished exactly 236 and 236. Fun fact. Mm. Exactly 500, which I think is a nice telling thing <laughs> and a nice little symmetry. I don't think he was the problem personally. I think there are other things, but to say he didn't contribute to the problem would be a false statement. The Blue Jays have been the third worst team in the majors since June the 13th. They're still holding playoff position, but uh, it's been a lot of misery this past month. So what was your first reaction to the news this morning? Well, I I kind of expected it. Like, I think things were kind of um, bubbling under the surface there. And like, I think it was inevitable, honestly. And to say he didn't make a huge difference, like, yes, this year is still there's still a lot of games to be played and and we're still very much in the hunt but last year we were a game away from the playoffs and he easily cost us several games with the way he played our bullpen so he for sure just him he uh, took us out of a playoff spot last year a playoff spot that we could have done some damage with um and then so what as far as what i have to say about him like i think he's a nice guy i think he's like he was liked in the clubhouse but clearly there were some issues with the way he managed the bullpen and the lineups um, and I think when you're on a skid that the Blue Jays are on, when you have as much talent as we have, you have to switch something up. And uh, usually that's going to be your manager a lot of the time. So it's just, just kind of how the sport goes and it makes sense. And yeah, he's not our the main culprit probably. I think a lot of it is on the ownership, but it makes sense to me. I think it had to be done. You, like I, I said this right after, you need six new pitchers pretty much. It's a lot yeah. easier to just change the manager. Yeah. Uh, I think it was very strategic. They did win yesterday after they were on a big losing streak. They could have easily done this 
I think mine was clearly made up after the weekend, but they were obviously waiting until free agency had started in the NHL so they could try to slide this news under whatever was going on with the Leafs. I think that much was very obvious because otherwise the timing made literally no sense. The timing was a little bit kind of dirty too because on another note, there was uh, one of the coach's daughters had just died and he had just gone to the funeral and stuff. So it's weird. You know, you have your manager, your whole community is like kind of grieving and then you just fire him after he goes to this funeral so it was the timing was weird i would agree with you on that it's but. it's very ugly situation yeah. i have to say what you want about him actually as a baseball manager in the major leagues well but he is a very likable person yeah. um that's always been very obvious i think he speaks like 10 languages mm-hmm. um he's obviously been around the game for a long time i do think he'll get another opportunity to manage somewhere in the majors but Obviously not with the Jays anymore. The bench coach is John Schneider. He's going to take over as a manager for the rest of the season. I think if you said a year ago, that probably would have been Pete Walker, but because of how bad the pitchers have been Mm -hmm. this year, that that wasn't an option. Also with his DUI, that could have also played a factor in there. But nevertheless, that's what's going on with the Jays. It has been misery. We haven't talked about it on the show because other stuff has been going on, but it's been pretty miserable with the Jays the last month. So It's been really bad. Good start yesterday though yeah it was let's see how they do tonight which people know by the time they're hearing this but whatever nfl we could talk about football actually let's cut in alex how are you doing over there anything oh, new in the last 10 minutes twitter so yeah how are you feeling any Not better good. no fury and anger fury and anger so meter. much fury and anger right now so if you were at an 11 when we started that segment what are you at right now Still at an 11. I don't know if it's getting worse, but uh, certainly not getting any better. So Okay, we'll keep checking in on that fury and anger meter as we go. I, he literally has not cracked a smile since he got here. We'll see what happens. Um, NFL, there was a trade this week. Probably the least consequential trade in the history of trade. Not even just NFL, like service trade. I'm talking industrial trade. Nikhil Harry going to Chicago from, from <laughs> yeah. the Patriots. for I think it was a conditional seventh. It might have been a straight seventh. In two years, not even next year. Nice. So they traded yeah. him for a freshman. That's, yeah. that's a good move. The worst freshman they could possibly get in the draft, they traded him for. Um, the Patriots drafting skill is really not that good, as it turns out. He's a 2019 first round pick. I think Debo Samuel was three picks later. Mm-hmm. Metcalf, Deontay okay. Johnson. Uh, McLaurin, Terry McLaurin, AJ Brown. Oh yeah, that was a stacked class. AJ yeah. Brown, McLaurin, and they secured Nikhil Harry. Uh-huh. Oops, but good news is he's a really good graded run blocker. I saw 80th percentile. Okay, so mm. good. At least Bill knocked that one down. Yeah. <laughs> good promise for Cole Strange. You care about the uh, Nikhil Harry trade at all? At all? No, <laughs> no. No, 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 no surprise, Alex. <laughs> right now, you can hit him with a bus. I don't think he'd care, what? but it's okay. What's going on? Oh, I just read <clears throat> Johnny Gaudreau actually won the Lady Bing Memorial Trophy as the NHL's most gentlemanly player for the 2016-17 season. I just thought that was ironic. Mm. I can take uh. that away. <laughs> take, that take it away. <laughs> Retroactively remove yeah. it. Heinz uh, Field is no more. R.I.P. to Heinz Field, 21 years in the game, but they have now lost the naming rights, and it is now Accreasure Stadium. Wow. Accreasure is an insurance company. Pro Football Talk. Did you know about this? Accreasure. Mm-hmm. Not calling it that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just call it Heinz Field. Yeah, me too. But at Creasure, there was a vote on Pro Football Talk that was, had you heard of this company before? It had 16,000 votes. 98% of people said no. 
So that's why they're paying $10 million a year in naming rights to get Heinz Field. I guess it worked. Yeah, it did, because now we're talking about a creature. But my problem with this is, like, Heinz Field, you say that, you know, I, I'm picturing it. Yellow yeah. seats, yeah. two yeah. ketchup bottles, mm-hmm. to like, the yellow kind of stands, the yeah. bridge, three rivers, the whole thing. A creature stadium? That sounds like columbus's like arena let's go columbus it, it literally could be it, it literally could be. It could be it could be yeah. in montenegro yeah. saudi arabia montenegro. i don't, I don't know where it is reach back. let's go pull that one out of the bag way back but this is an all-time l heinz field was sick Some yeah of these... and it's one of the like most notable names too yeah heinz field what else lambo field yeah Heinz Those field, are like Lamo the two biggest Ford Field. Ford Field. <laughs> <laughs> Mile some High these, Sports <laughs> Authority Field. Some of these stadiums have honestly been taking an L and these arenas. Like yeah. I'm still not loving crypto. No. Yeah, uh, not loving this one with the Steelers. Crypto's so good as like a joke though. Like yeah. Yes. But I don't know, I liked obviously Staples was was goaded. But that's the thing, like Heinz Field, they give they give them the chance to match, obviously, and they're like, there's no way it's worth that to us. Like you already know what Heinz is. This is. might just be like a generational thing. Like maybe in 20, 30 years, kids doing podcasts and be like, Wow man, remember a Creaser Field? That was so <laughs> sick. Like why would they change the name? Yeah. Maybe we're just washed up. Yeah. Maybe that's what it comes down to. Um the other things that were going on in the NFL this week, the Texans announced the new battle red helmet that will be busted oh, yeah. out this year. Loved them. You guys it's were liking great. those? Yeah. Loved it. Very shiny looking. Well yeah. 3D. Is that like their permanent helmet? No. No, it's just oh, okay. when it's they like wear the, the red shirt. One. Okay. Yeah. That's when it's coming out. And also the Bengals. This hasn't been revealed yet. It's they said on their twitter and be, be online tomorrow at 10 a.m that's what they tweeted the people are saying it's very likely going to be the white helmet with the black stripes that one looks Wait, good that one actually looks good oh yeah, yeah that, that one's really great. nice it's gonna go really good with the white jerseys so. yes yeah. people have been praying for that one yeah mm-hmm. they can call them like the, the iced out jerseys or something. oh mm-hmm. yeah. maybe the oh, birds chase yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's T. Higgins. That's T. Higgins. T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Because yeah. he's so cold. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. That would be sick. But the Texans are an all-time need a rebrand in my mind. Like, starting Logo-wise? New logo, new jerseys, new, new everything. Name. Yeah. yeah. They change the stadium name. Texas Legion football Field. team. Texas football team. Kind of. Yeah, that'd be sick. Uh, Baker Mayfield spoke for the first time since being traded to the Panthers. I've got some quotes here. Just give me your initial reactions, then we'll get into the preview. He was asked about Sam Darnold. He said, Sam Darnold reached out, got my number first. We've been talking about how to get the guys together at the last minute before camp. That's just who he is. Our personalities might be different, but that doesn't mean we don't have the same goal, and that's to win and help this team out. I'm really looking forward to being in that room with him and just challenging each other, elevating each other. That's, That's what Baker said. Yeah. With an asterisk, I still want to kick your ass and be number one QB. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And get my money back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but everything else, yeah, yeah, I'm down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. Sam Darnold got his number first. That's... I like the uh we might have different personalities. Like good job catching that one. Yeah. 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 We weren't sure. Yeah. We had no clue. He's got good social skills. Oh he yeah. Can sense it out. He connects the dots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they asked him about week one against the Browns. He said, quote, I'm not gonna sit here and be a robot and tell you that's not one I've already marked on the calendar. So, so confirm not a robot. Confirm not a robot. Good. And also Sam Darnold, like, relax. Maybe you can yeah. get week two, but You're I get week one. Yeah. 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 You're done. 
Two more. He was asked if he doesn't get enough credit for taking the Browns to the playoffs. He said, quote, I'm not a me guy. I'm a team first guy. Yeah. Baker Mayfield is the all-time me guy I've <laughs> yeah. ever seen in yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah. So claiming that he wasn't was a hot take in my mind. Yeah, but. he did it as much as Johnny Goudreau did for the Flames. So mm-hmm. if you guys haven't Good noticed, point. I'm just going to keep feeding Johnny no, Goudreau okay. is throughout yeah. the podcast. So oh, I just, love it. Yeah. It's a recurring theme, yeah, and yeah. that's fine. Uh, you know, the Browns and the Blue Jackets are both in Ohio. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. He might be. He's Good, all, Goudreau can do the same. He's as also what a, Baker did for the Browns. He might be an all-time like Taking the say playoffs, one yeah. thing, do another thing. Yeah, where it's like I'm gonna stay with the team and then just leave the team. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or yeah, it's like yeah. Baker's like I'm a me guy, but then plant the flag and like run around on the sideline. Totally, yeah, exactly. Totally. Uh huh. And then the last one, he made a special deal to acquire number six from Johnny Hecker, who I had Ooh. no idea was with the Panthers. That that really was tough. absolutely stunning to me. But he said he he paid the money. He said six is a special number to me. It was the number I was given as a walk on. It's a symbol of my story now in theory <laughs> if you were a team first guy wouldn't you just take the first number they give yeah, you that's take what I'm saying. yeah uh-huh yeah. take 82 yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. just yeah. a thought buddy yeah. i don't know how does 53 look on your back <laughs> yeah. Running yeah. yeah that could be the new symbol of your story what about johnny hecker's story what yeah. does he want the six he was six and yeah the, he's probably a walk or six in the super bowl of, yeah there you go baker mayfield would wear like number zero like no one can guard me <laughs> Like no yeah. no cornerback can intercept me, <laughs> or like zero as in like yeah. no teams wanted me. Yeah, and then zero the zero scholarship like, and then I had to go. Yeah, yeah. zero yeah. offers. Uh-huh. Yeah. He should wear fifty four. Fifty fourth man on the roster. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't yeah. make it. Got last yeah. cut. Yeah. That was me. Yeah, seven seventh yeah. round pick. <laughs> yeah. Seventh round conditional. Yeah, zero <laughs> contract offers round. like over a million dollars. No, no number, just C compensatory draft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're talking about the same. Saints and the Falcons today, which is nice because we're up against the clock, so we're already moving at a pace, and the Saints and the Falcons, you can burn right through, so it's really enjoyable for everybody here. Let's do the Falcons first. Now, last year, and I want to shout out the Warren Sharp book because it came out this week, and we're going to be quoting it all the time. You've been pounding the table. I've been waiting for the Warren Sharp book. It's too clutch, so you're going to get an upgrade in the stats this week because now I actually know what's going on. Okay, first year with Arthur Smith was last year for the Falcons. They'd won four games in 2020. Do you guys remember how crazy their 2020 was we talked about it on the preview last year i I did write down the stats again because they were four and 12 but they led in 13 of the 16 games and they won four and they they blew five games where they led with two minutes to go i still remember the the lions one Remember yes. with Gurley and stuff? Oh mm-hmm. my god, that, that was, was so a classic. Crazy. They they were two and eight in one score games. Now last year they went seven and two in one score games. The problem is they finished seven and ten. They never won a game by more than one score. So they were squeaking by all the teams. Seven and ten and their point differential was minus hundred forty six. So And I think <laughs> half of the show at one point like stop picking them all together oh we swore them off yeah, yeah. we hate uh, the falcons i ha- held on the longest though <laughs> yeah. like, and i remember yeah, that did. very vividly i would i like i was on them for like nine weeks yeah until like this is the week that was you the guys turnaround. were like begging me like stop i think that <laughs> was the, stop. i think that was what marked the turnaround was when you stopped <laughs> yeah. picking the falcons and then you turn the season around uh, yeah yeah oh yeah literally <laughs> yeah honestly yeah. then i just went on fire yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that happened with them last year that's worth noting, great injury luck. Their starting offensive line took 82% of the snaps altogether. So that was most in the league. That's wow. a wow. very, very high number. Now, a lot has changed. They got five new starters on D. Over 20 players from last year's teams or, team is gone. But there's three really big things. One, Matt Ryan's gone. 
He's obviously been there since 2007. He's been the big franchise face. Obviously mixed success, but I mean, when you think of him, you obviously think of the Falcons. And now they've turned the keys over to Marcus Mariota, mm. who takes takes the ball and mm. might run with it. We'll mm. see what happens. They Probably also do a lot of running with yeah, it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably, not, not passing with it. Yeah. yeah, they also drafted Desmond Ritter in the third round, so you might see some of him this year. He's a quarterback from Cincinnati. Um, second big thing, Calvin Ridley was suspended for the entire season because he tried to do an eighteen parlay with the Falcons in the Bird versus Cat game mm. on November twenty eighth. But we're still trying to figure out Deshaun Watson. Yeah, we're still working on <laughs> still, yeah. four yeah. or six games there. Yeah, but let's get Calvin Ridley for a hundred dollar cash out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, make, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> and the other big thing that was going on, they drafted Drake London from mm-hmm. the uh, from from USC in the first round, eighth pick. I mean, they drafted Troy Anderson in round two, who's the guy who plays quarterback, running back, receiver, kicker, linebacker. (laughs) They have him now. They had two second-round picks. They had two third-round picks. So they got a nice piece of young talent uh, in there. Now, realistically, I'll give you the number right now. It's four and a half, and four to one to finish with the worst record in the league. That's the second-lowest odds. So not exactly high hopes for the Falcons this year. Um, They do have Kyle Pitts on offense. They have Drake London. They have uh, AJ Terrell. So those are some Cordero nice... Patterson. Cordero Patterson. Mm. I mean, he's kind of like... A lot of go-go like, gadget guys. Yeah, exactly. They, <laughs> they also have the son of Mike Vrabel. Do they? Yes, Tyler Vrabel. Thank you for filling me in on that <laughs> one. Are they playing the Titans by any oh, chance? That's oh, that's he's, he's a third stringer, so he's like... A, he's but that's an advantage, pick. though. Oh, it is. Like a mental advantage that yeah. they have over the Titans. Yeah. Bet them in that game, yeah. for yeah. sure. Remember that. Tank it. Yeah. (laughs) Let's write that one down on the whiteboard. Cordero Patterson, you mentioned him in the good players camp. I think of him as like kind of like. He's a good fantasy player. There. That's a fantasy hack. Yeah. I was going to call him like. (laughs) crap Debo like like, like he'll win you a quarter <laughs> yeah yeah but not much from that when I think you drive he's yeah. literally only popular because you can play him as a receiver in fantasy and you get points for a running back so that's why everyone likes him fair but, yeah now to say there's a lot of question marks on this team <laughs> you could say Mariota is a big one yeah, obviously a huge one a huge one their offensive line was really healthy last year and bad so <laughs> I, I don't know how that's quite possible if you were asking me about receiver, we mentioned Drake London and Kyle Pitts, but how do you like Zacchaeus, Auden Tate, Russell Gage, and Demir Bird as the other four? Defensively, the D-line, pretty bad. Uh, they're actually really good at linebacker. That Deion Jones has been good for a long time. But outside of A.J. Terrell, they don't have much on secondary. And Is Grady Jarrett still good? I think he's there, but he's just making a lot of money. Because I know he made the top 100 NFL players, and that kind of stuck with me for like a year or two. <laughs> Some of them 96. just fall off a cliff yeah. after. So. Yeah, he might be one of those. Yeah, yeah. I think he might be one he of those. He might have been one of those. In a while. But one thing you want to give him credit for is they might have the best kicker in the league, Young Way Koo. Now, mm-hmm. in three seasons, he's kicking at 93%, and he's 14, 13 of 14 from over 50 yards. So he's a beast. So mm-hmm. he might win you a quarter or... Might cut the lead from 11 to 8 yeah, every now and then. More, yeah. You never know. Uh, their schedule is actually tough. This division plays the <laughs> NFC West, which we talked about on the last show, and then the AFC North. So that's two pretty difficult divisions. Their extras are the Chargers. That's a loss. Bears. Eh, maybe they could win that. <laughs> yeah. And the Durs. 
the Durs, we'll, we'll get to them. They're interesting. And they play the Browns too, right? Yeah. AFC. Mm-hmm. Okay. So their schedule is one of the 10 <laughs> hardest in the league all in all. They open the season against New Orleans. They got one primetime game Thursday night at Carolina, which <laughs> it's always Atlanta at Carolina on yeah. a random Thursday where I definitely have nothing to do and I'll yeah. watch the whole thing, which is tough. Um, they also brought back those black uniforms with the red hats. Those are pretty oh, sweet. Yeah. But they also still wear those gradient mm. shirts. So either a 10 out of 10 or a zero. <laughs> uh, again, the uh, over-under is four and a half. The over is getting slightly bet up, but second worst odds in the league. That's four interesting that they're betting the over then with the second worst odds in the league. I think the idea is just four and a half four and is and a half. So, low so low that they have to go over that. And you like, I mean, Pitts, London, Terrell, you'd think that's enough to get you to two. Right yeah, but there. who's throwing the ball? Yeah, Mariota. So or probably Ritter. Cordero by midseason. Cordero by midseason. Felipe Franks too. Felipe is in the mix. Franks is in there. Anyway, what you got on four and a half? Owen, you want to shoot that one first? <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna take the over. Um, and yeah, I just think four and a half is a bit too low. Like I, they are a pretty poor team. Like the roster is quite bad. Um, but I think Kyle Pitts is probably gonna have. I think he'll take a step this year, and I think he's gonna end up being one of the best receivers maybe or for sure tight ends in football like i think he's like a really special talent um i'm excited to see what drake london can do cordell patterson's you know serviceable so i think they have some weapons on offense i think it's like you guys have said it's a question mark um mark as far as the quarterback goes but i think marcus mariota he's like a veteran like you know he's he'll make some throws seen a lot of snaps yeah he's seen a lot of snaps (laughs) So I don't think they'll be good by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think there's enough talent that they can win some weird games. You calling them for a soft five? Soft five. Soft like a very, five. very like not confident five. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Alex, what do you like? I think there's no way in hell this team wins more than <laughs> w- wins five games. It just like because I'm looking at their schedule, like it's a really, really hard schedule. And you you say the Panthers, sure, but. Like Baker's not letting them lose to to the to the Falcons. He's, he's not letting right, the Panthers lose two to the Falcons. That's for sure. Just because he's got that dog in him. Yeah. And he's a. Uh, Forgot about that. Team first player, obviously. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like even if their offense is fine, I just feel like they're going to be trailing games um a lot of the time, and it's going to be really hard for them to even come back in those games. Um, you can say what you want about the wide receivers. Like Kyle Pitts was pretty hyped up last year fantasy owner um didn't really <laughs> perform all that well and that was with matt ryan and i don't know if like drake london is really set up for success and with Mariota, who's also um you know bounced around the league quite a bit and hasn't really found his footing um so i'm, I'm actually not as big a fan of their offense as i guess other people are so um i just don't think they can get to five because they have a really really tough schedule yeah i'm going under two um I'm not a big advanced stats guy, but I remember last year during the season, there was some advanced stat that I think I pulled out on the show, but it was something about the fact that the Panthers were the worst team surrounding their quarterback in the league. And Matt Ryan was the only reason they were winning games. Like he was, he was stringing some comebacks together that like no team should ever like imagine to have. And now obviously they lose Matt Ryan and I'm a big Matt Ryan guy. Um, I don't think Mariota can do anything close to what he can do. There's also the fact that tight ends are normally always bad in the first season when in their rookie season. So that's true. Kyle Pitts is probably going to be a lot better this year, but again, they don't have Matt Ryan and their roster is just terrible. So I'll it's go not under. enough to get him to five. Yeah, I'll go under. 
I respect it. I respect it. I like how we've got somehow in the same room a Matt Ryan stand and a Mariota stand going going <laughs> head to head on this one. I think I'm gonna slide in and take the over. I think the teams that got young enough players that are gonna be motivated to try and win. I don't think the coach is that bad, really. Um, he is fourteen to one to be first fired, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he's that bad, and I. I just have a hard time believing that those young players won't be fighting to just roll over. Like, I don't think this is an Urban Meyer Jag situation where they're just ready to pack it in. I think there's actually going to be some motivation there. So we got two overs and two unders, but that roster is pretty shockingly bad. The um, the Saints, now going into last season, they'd won the NFC South every single year since 2016. They obviously ended 2020 with the home loss to the Bucks in the playoffs, and then Drew Brees retired. So last year, I think we all we had Ryan on to talk about him, and we all still expected them to be somewhat okay around that nine win mark, and that is where they finished. But they started five and two. Jameis Winston then got hurt, and then the wheels kind of fell off. They were like depleted by COVID and injuries. They went through that stretch where it was Trevor Simeon, Ian Book, <laughs> Taysom Hill, like at the three-man carousel just rotating around. So they did, I think they won four or five to finish off, but it wasn't enough to make the playoffs. The Eagles squeaked in over them. This offseason, the big thing that happened was Sean Payton retired. They replaced him with Dennis Allen, who coached Oakland from 2012 to 14, and he's been with the Saints since 15, working on D. <clears throat> they lost Taron Armstead and uh, Marcus Williams for a lot of money. They both made over $70 million on their contracts, but two new starters on both sides of the ball. They're pretty notable. Tyron Matthew on D, and then a receiver. Offensively, they picked up Chris Olave in the draft, traded up to get him, and they signed Jarvis Landry. We're both pretty familiar with those guys, so to... What would you want to say? Is is Michael Thomas like going to play football at any point? Yes, yes. They okay. they think he is. Now, okay. take that for what it's worth. But Not say, a lot. No, yeah. it isn't very, worth very much. But even if he doesn't, last year was a lot of Marquez Callaway. So going with Alave and with Jarvis Landry, even though I don't think much of Jarvis Landry, that's still probably an upgrade. Um, Alvin Kamara is going to be suspended. We don't know for how long probably six games is what we were reading so factor that in and factor in that they still somehow have mark ingram behind him so you're going to be seeing a lot of him but uh james james probably will play week one but if he doesn't they signed andy dalton to to carry the water while he's out that's good yeah that's That's a a good backup that's the 40th best quarterback who's breathing right now Mm -hmm. could be worse defense looks pretty much the same as always still got cam jordan just the big thing there is the coach and the quarterback kind of a couple question marks there so the division again afc north nfc west they got raiders eagles vikings those are all teams that are kind of punching in the saints weight class i would think maybe the raiders are a little bit better but those other two would be lining up pretty on par with the saints they got a london game in week four three other primetime games the over under is eight and a half so it's just will they go over 500 or will they go under is the question i'm going over uh i was uh, emphatic yeah i'm eight and a half made me pretty happy i'm for sure going over here um they were a really good team last year when they had Jameis winston yeah okay five and two one of the best teams (laughs) um then he got here obviously he went downhill but i don't think 
like I don't think it's going to get worse than the situation last year. Obviously, they lost their head coach, which is a pretty big deal. He's um, a pretty good coach. Yeah, he was a pretty good coach. But um, I think they can still um, compete, and their division is bad, in my opinion. Like They only have the Bucks to worry about, so that's four games against pretty bad teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, can, I think they can for sure go over 500. There's a roadmap there for sure. Yeah. And I like that roadmap too. Let's so, go. Alex is on so the I'm road. taking them. Yeah, I'm taking them uh, over eight and a half. I just think they have a pretty well balanced roster when you really just look at it. I like their defense. I think their offense is is above average. I'd say. Um, I know Kamara's gonna have his issues, but honestly, was it is it five or six games? They don't know yet. They don't know yet, but still, he'll come back and he'll make a really big difference. So I think you know, even just with without him, uh, Jameis and and kind of the wide receivers they have and the offense, I think they can carry the load for however many games it's going to be, um, as well as their defense. And I don't know, Saints are just one of those teams that are just consistently good, and it's hard for me to think that they'd go under five hundred. Um, I don't think you know Jameis is going to have any injury issues this year. He sh- he should be pretty healthy, so it's pretty rare for a guy to have it twice in a row. So, um, I I think. Uh, I think they could for sure go um, over over eight and a half. Yeah, I like the over as well here. I think it's a good bet to take the teams that are pretty good year over year. This team is pretty good year over year. The the big concerns, like I said, would be the coach and the quarterback. But like they're trying to win now. It's hard to imagine they'd have worse injury luck. That whole bunch of COVID stuff last year. I think it, in that Dolphins game they were without twenty players. So it's hard for me to imagine that they would be worse. Um, Michael Thomas, I mean, as much as he's a meme, like is when he's out there, he's not that bad. And I do imagine he's going to be out there. He's much better than not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's an all-time receptions leader, is yeah, he not? Yeah, one of the best. Yeah. Well, difference between catching passes from Drew Brees and Jameis Winston. Are you going to pretend he was, like, bad when he played? No. Like, not the best? <laughs> Owens is not, not a fan. That's not what I said. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I said there's a. He was catching People passes. People considered him the best in the league. Who was he catching passes from? Or top three in the league. He's catching passes from. From like 40 year old Drew Brees. Right. Yeah. And now he's catching passes from James young Jameis Winston. Yeah. Young Jameis Winston. Really I think he's like 30, but <laughs> yeah. 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 Prime Jameis Winston. Jameis <laughs> Winston. Right, yeah. um, their most common offensive line only played 16% of snaps together last year. So hard for me to imagine that would get worse. And I like the over here. I'm just betting on the infrastructure and I'm betting that their guys stay healthy and patch this thing together for an over 500 with a pretty easy schedule yeah i'm gonna he's bracing the under i'm gonna take the under here (laughs) no way and it is hard i think they'll be really close to 500 because like you said their offensive line is good and they were really injured so they'll probably be even better this year i think chris olave is like a he's like a dream come true for a quarterback like Jameis winston because he's got really good speed and he's good you know he's a good Deep threat, which obviously Jameis likes to uh, exploit. So that's good. I didn't factor in the 30-30 risk with Jameis. <laughs> that's true. but the, but the He went cons- 500 in the 30-30 year. Just saying. But he also went 30-30. But they yeah, went 30-30 is not great. <laughs> but what concerns me more than anything is I think Sean Payton is a, obviously like a, as far as my generation goes, our generation, he's probably one of the best coaches that we've seen. Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe for the twenty ten for the twenty tens for sure. It's hard to say. I would have to think more about that. But uh, I think it's gonna be pretty tough when he's not there. I think it's gonna be a different offense. I think it's gonna be a different team altogether. Um, and yeah, I think injuries are gonna you know, there's a possibility they play a factor again with this offensive line. Um, and so based on that I'm gonna take a, an under, but again, I think it could go either way. Respect. Right there. 
That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. I can get down with that. I think it's a total coin flip, but Sean Payton deserves that respect, like we said. So that's two overs and two unders on the Falcons and three overs and one under on the Saints. We'll finish up with the Bucks and the Panthers on Monday. Basketball quickly. Woj is reporting that Utah is finally ready to listen for trades on Donovan Mitchell. They said they're prioritizing picks, and they said they expect calls from Miami and New York. The big thing that was going on was Winhorst has called the shot. Winhorst said it's inevitability that it's the Knicks. That's what Winhorst is predicting. And we know Winhorst has his finger on the pulse with Utah. Utah. What is going on in Utah? So what do you think happens here? you think Knicks this summer, or do you think this drags into the season and we get a little where's Ben Simmons going situation here? I think he leaves pretty soon, any day. Like, if there's one thing I, I know about um, Danny Ainge, it's that he doesn't care about trading really good players, and he'll get it done when yeah. there's an op- offer on the table. He's done that. He did that in Boston. He cleared out maybe some of the favorite, the biggest fan favorites ever in the history of that franchise, and he had no qualms about it, and he'll do that here. Um, he got, a, obviously, a really good package for Gobert, and I imagine the demand for somebody like Donovan Mitchell is just as high, so I anticipate that they'll probably get a really, really nice haul, and they'll probably get it from... To me, the Knicks seem like they they seem primed for like a really gross overpay. Yeah. Or like a big, like, you know... Like, you're thinking like Barrett, Toppin, picks. Yeah, picks. Salary. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, to me, the Knicks seem desperate, and I think Danny Ainge is probably the type of guy who would exploit that. So I think he does get moved uh, relatively quickly here. Yeah, I don't know about the Knicks per se. Obviously, I trust Windy. I just feel like it would open up more of a an outlet for um for the KD trade to actually get done. I saw an interesting because mm-hmm. because I feel trade. that was kind of because all the four team team trades, whether it involves Toronto or Indiana or I've seen some other teams as well. Detroit. Phoenix, Detroit, Phoenix. Um. Well, yeah, Phoenix and Brooklyn though I think are either tied. way or tied. Yeah. 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 So um. I feel like that was kind of the one thing where they were like, okay, where else can we get that one big star that like Brooklyn would be satisfied with getting? So I feel like if if they could find a way for Mitchell to get to Brooklyn, then, you know, the eight and stuff gets figured out and KD can go where, you know, he's he, he'll go. So that's what I'm betting my money on is that we that actually helps facilitate the KD trade. Um, and yeah, I agree to Owen's point. Like Danny Ainge is a bad mf'er, not mm-hmm. to swear on the podcast, no, but no, no, never. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't dream of that. Like, <laughs> like he, he's he's done some pretty heat trades. Um, absolutely robbed the T Wolves as we talked about on the last podcast. Robbed and, the Nets and, in the past, uh, exactly. Yeah. And you know, I think I think he could definitely do it again. I'm just kind of confused about like the quick pivot here, like. Like two, like last week we were they were saying like absolutely no calls on Mitchell like we're not even discussing that that's not even a starting point and now all of a sudden they're like open to taking calls and willing to trade him so interesting turn of events but I don't know maybe they they were willing to listen to offers on him this whole time I yeah love it. I think so I think they probably were um, I did see that four team trade I think it was on ESPN I think it was Bobby Marks and it was kind of like that Dwight Howard four team trade ten years ago <laughs> where everybody was getting something and then one team was just getting the swack of picks and that was obviously the Jazz and Mitchell going to Brooklyn and everything so that would be interesting uh, the Pistons recommended that Sadiq Bay takes a break from basketball and finds a hobby apparently all he does is works out and cares about playing and he's been training in high altitude mountains in order to get in better shape this is just a classic cap or not. I don't know if you believe yeah. that or not. No, I don't. You don't believe that. I, don't. I think you'd think if Sadiq Bay was that 
obsessed with basketball, he would be better at basketball. And <laughs> yeah. I like Sadiq Bay, but yeah, he's a decent player, but he's not Kobe. Bryant. I'd expect more from someone practicing, you know, or maybe we could call it rehabbing uh-huh. 19 hours a day, 18, mm, 20, yeah. 20 hours a day up in the mountains. Somebody um, with a, with theoretical a, finger injury, theoretical finger injury. You'd expect that person who had that injury to come back and actually play good. So same kind of deal here with Sadiq Bay. If he is doing that, I'd expect him to be better than what he actually is. Yeah. Um, you know, people will say the points per game, but let's not forget he plays on the Pistons <laughs> and he has Cade as a really good facilitator. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, it's the classic, like to me, it's like the classic, um, my biggest weakness is like, I'm a perfectionist. I care too much. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I failed that test because I was, I was studying too hard and then, Ah, uh, my mind was just too like it was jumbled racing. up. Yeah. It was racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those. Uh-huh. So like, like it's or you can take the classic Ben Simmons situation uh-huh. where it's like I don't even want to try because I'm because I would yeah. hate to get a bad mark. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. it's exactly right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then but I'm okay with my one point eight GPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I hate Ben yeah. Simmons. Uh, but I mean, do you want to do Pau Gasol or do you want to do the John Morant thing? Oh, John Morant. You want to do the oh, what John a Morant crazy dude. little boy. Yeah, we'll save Paul Gasol for the next show. John Morant added again saying, quote, I would have cooked Michael Jordan. I'm never going to go and say nobody going to beat me in one-on-one. What? Yeah. That, no, that's literally, I think, what he tweeted. Like, his tweets are pretty I watched the weird. interview. Mm-hmm. It, uh, was... it was a tough listen. I actually heard the audio in the car. Yeah. Uh, the other quote he had this week was they asked him about that war, uh, Warriors real estate oh, thing. So and he bad. said, quote, if I won a championship, I wouldn't think about no other team or what somebody said months ago. Oh, my goodness. He's dude. locking in a Bozo of the Year nomination. He's, he's really, he's really he's climbing in. up the rankings. Yeah. Yes. The Russell Wilson odds are shooting down yeah. right now as we speak. <laughs> no, it's so annoying because it's like he was the one stoking the flames. It's yeah. like it's like yeah. you hit somebody, they hit you back, and like, why'd you hit me? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. Like, I'm glad the Warriors aren't taking the bait. At least I haven't seen anything yet on this one because, my goodness, dude, it was it pissed me off just to read it. It made me mad because he's acting like <clears throat> just an unprovoked attack. Like, what did I do? Like, dude, you've been chirping him for like the last month and a half. Then you said you would quit Twitter, and then you just kept going. Yeah. Like what? All you did was just antagonize yeah it's like unbelievable dude what like what are you guys doing i'm just out here trying to be mvp like leave me <laughs> the heck alone i just want to practice <laughs> i want to be sadiq bay yeah. yeah yeah i'm just in my bag right now i'm um, just trying to get in my bag and uh, when you mentioned that about john morant i don't know if you guys saw that video of him when he was in that like memphis diner no, no. you guys didn't see that video crazy video um there was like this ser- server lady whatever she was like serving him and everything and she's like are you like a professional sports player and he's like no i'm god <laughs> he just locked up bozo of the year right there yeah. I'll, I'll find the video he Is said no serious? i'm god because he like tipped her like a hundred bucks he's like no i'm god and she's like no but seriously like do you actually play for she he's like yeah i play for the memphis grizzlies and she was like oh that's cool but the fact that he said he's god mm-hmm. is like Wow, dude, you won one playoff round after hundred dollar wow. tip too, and you're yeah. what? He's like our age. Whole dollars. Yeah. He's like our age, twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. Like I, oh my god, I could never find myself talking talking about myself like that. So no, that is just ludicrous. And he'll, um, I've seen this story unfold a bunch of times. He'll quickly become one of the I feel like least liked guys in the NBA, like because. It, I feel like that could easily happen. Yeah. One of the guys that you just kind of want to see, like, lose. We're early You know what he it. really is following is the Westbrook trajectory. I thought you were going to say the Joe yes. Burrow. No, this is, or the, Joe this Burrow. is the Westbrook. But Westbrook, this too. Is the, Westbrook. the same play style, the same, like, attitude, the same demeanor. It's the yeah. same. It's the same. It's like the art. 
That's actually facts. Generations yeah. Westbrook. It's That's like it facts. just happened a little earlier. Yes. Now. Yeah. Yes. This is actually facts. Wow. Yeah. That was crazy. A couple good comparisons in there. Yeah. Sell high on your John Morant, John, John Morant, John Morant <laughs> stock because yeah. it could shoot down. And fast. for all the people that like sold the mortgage or bought, sold their like got a mortgage on their house to buy stock in the uh, Joe Burrow um, Bozo of the Year, like. Like cash yeah. out button. No, that one's looking real good. bad because Russ Wilson <laughs> passed him up, and now Russ Wilson's getting caught up to yeah, exactly. Joe Burrow's tagging back. Yeah. Yeah. But something Joe tells me we haven't heard the end of Joe Burrow's Bozo of the Year candidacy. Just something, the Spidey sense is tingling. Yeah, yeah. All right, segment time. We'll do that, and then we'll get an Alex update on how he's feeling. And then, actually, how are you feeling right now? Fire and rage meter. Like, you guys have been Fury. making me feel a little bit better. Good. But still not that great. The Fury's it's just up I'm there. still like the Fury's still up there. Um, I don't know what's higher, the Fury or the anger. Mm. Um, go with anger. But, but when uh, you were at an eleven earlier. What are we at right now? Like a ten. Okay, it's coming. Like down. it's gone down a bit, but I just still can't believe it. Like I'm still scrolling through Twitter, and it's just insane that he's actually done this. Um, so, um, yeah, we're gonna hit the sadness point tonight. I uh, I, I don't feel like doing my segment today. If you guys, you don't feel like doing it. That. That's okay. My, yeah, that this was my segment. So. Okay, yeah, that was a good that was a good <laughs> segment. Too. One of the best I've heard. Yeah, yeah it was so, probably one of the greatest ever. If yeah. you want to give him a little parting message, you can just go ahead and do that. Like, look, dude. We drafted. I think I don't even know what pick you were. Like we a fourth, drafted you. fourth round, Alex was fourth in the fifth room. round. I was in the room saying like, "Yo, let's get this guy." <laughs> I mean, there were good memories. Um, I wish it would have ended differently. Um, there were some really good memories, you know, with Goudreau, one of the you know best players in the NHL, um, one of a kind. I'd say not many guys like him. Um, but at the end of the day, you didn't really do a lot for us. Like, if I'm being honest, and Phil can say this, like, objectively as well. Um, you know, as great as a player you are, as many all-stars you made, as, you know, all fan favorite, all that. You didn't really do anything for us. And I'm not saying, like, it's chill that you left. Obviously, I would have wanted you to stay because we were just kind of getting things figured out, I felt like. Um, we were just getting started. We were just getting started. <laughs> like a relationship. And... Just to leave us like that, leave us in the cold, yeah. leave us in, in the, the dust for 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 Columbus. Yeah, Columbus, you, Ohio. People are actually insane. I read a tweet. Some guys like, well, he doesn't have to deal with customs. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? Are well, we his family to that, dude? Yeah. You his family doesn't have to deal with customs. Thank yeah. God. You would have like the baby, uh, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Baby think about the baby, dude. It. Think yeah. about the baby. Writing the forms and making. Oh, do they have ten thousand dollars? No, I'm good. Are you bringing in a firearm? No. So marijuana, no. In short, you tarnish your entire legacy. You're never gonna get your jersey retired. No one's gonna think of you fondly anymore. Ruined all the memories. That's all I got to say. Do you think they'll play him a tribute video when he comes back? Like they will, because it's like Calgary, and I just think Canadian media, yeah, non-Toronto soft. media is um that's in Canada is generally soft. Hey, like. whoa, whoa, you're forgetting about. I think the Oilers are kind of soft too. What? No way. I Actually, totally no, you guys aren't. You guys are pretty crazy. Like, I feel like the Calgary media is soft, except oh, Eric totally. Francis. We need more people like Eric Francis. He's Whoa. like, he's like, what the hell? His tweets it, it, are crazy. Everything right now. I read today was just like people reprimand, reprimanding the fans and being like, 
he gave us like all the, these years and that's a directly like it's Kawhi, dude. Kawhi yeah. ended up being a more important raptor than Goudreau was a flame. Yeah, and and in the oh, it was a blessing to watch it for eight years. This and that he did nothing for us. At least with Kawhi, we kind of knew everybody kind of knew he, exactly. he wanted to go to. It was always L. A. You know, exactly. I think the Kawhi yeah. thing is actually a really good comparison for this because yeah. when I was coming up and he was on the Spurs and I was like Alex, I was I was disgruntled, yeah, I was so unhappy. But then after he'd left toronto and gone back to los angeles i was able to be like you know what this is okay because he called he said this the whole time it's clearly what he wanted to do he, he not even a championship stopped him from doing it he went and did it i can't be upset anymore yep. he would have done it to us too but the good thing is like if Kawhi signed in like memphis and yeah he was like yeah i'm just feeling like this is my new spot <laughs> like i would like, be livid i would be through the roof pissed and uh so i don't blame you I'll yeah say that like Memphis is like, you know, is it closer to technically to L.A. than San Antonio is? No, it's probably I don't like a think tie. So. Probably like know. a tie, but no, it's not. Actually. A couple, few kilometers helps. Yeah, right? it does. So this is a couple just, miles. Yeah, like you said, just feeling like you signed in Memphis. So it is what it is. There's Alex's segment. That's it. Maybe Love we it. should just do that from every week from sure here on out. Good draw update yeah. with Alex. What do you have this week for your segment? Uh, I have a bozo. I have a bozo and a genius. Okay, let's yeah. go. Let's hit that. So my bozo, my first bozo, I guess my, my bozo, sorry, oh. is... Uh, <laughs> You're getting a power ranking bozo. No, no, no. My bozo is uh, Tyree Kill. Oh, no. Long time coming. Let's go. Um, but he's, I don't know why he's like doing this media tour. It's a bit confusing to me. I told you, he's done like 39 podcasts. Yeah, yeah, he did another one. Um, and the, I guess the comments <laughs> just get crazy. I don't know who his like agent or his like press person is or who his handler is, but like get a hold on him because this is getting crazy. Um, they were talking about the comparisons between the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Um, and he compared, uh, so they were talking about the 2019 Chiefs versus the 2020 Dolphins, and his quote was, "I see the same exact team." Nice. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. So again, he's like, I f- "He must have been like, oh, I might have hurt to his feelings with the comment about this is his last year, or else he's <laughs> yeah. gonna be unemployed." Let me correct this in might my next like, podcast. Overcorrection. We're the 2019 <laughs> Chiefs. <laughs> Don't give any pressure to Tua, dude, because like you did a good job there. You put put the pressure on with the hey, this is you're gonna get you're not gonna have a job next year. Take the pressure off by saying you're Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. That's the way to yeah. do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we'll good knock for him. him down and knock him up. Situation. Yeah. Burn the bridge and build a nicer one. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, now so, we're cooking. No, I want to hear Tua like speak because I haven't heard him going to any podcast. Yeah, I would listen to that podcast. Yeah. Inv- invitation for him to come on this podcast. He could be on the TV. He totally could. I'd love to see that. <laughs> uh-huh. I like how Tyreek maybe saw the media backlash and he like 18 hours later, he's like, I'm going to correct this on my next podcast in 12 hours. Don't worry. My yeah. next appearance is coming soon. Yeah, he's just, I don't know. Hey, the podcast was called It Needed to Be Said podcast it did not need to be said first of all we should invite him to this and second, one we should yeah, i bet he would take it like probably <laughs> yeah i'm gonna send him let's send him let's all send him a dm yeah all right okay which have for genius of the week so actually adam's gonna get mad at me because this is an ironic genius no no you can do it okay yeah so my genius is bmw because okay. they had maybe like the best idea i've ever heard i think it's so cool and so fun um, they decided that th- th- what they're going to do with their new cars is a monthly subscription service for heated seats. So what this means is what? the cars will come with the tech, right? They'll yeah. come with the whatever the, I don't know, I'm not an engineer, right? Whatever the component is. The seat is, warmer. The seat yeah. warming seat component warmer. is going to be in the seat, right? Yeah. But you're not going to be able to access it unless you pay for 
the subscription service, wow. which is apparently supposed to be $18 a month or $180 a year, right? Um, so it's like Xbox Live. It's it like is. Xbox Live, it's except like with your car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like we can't include that into the price. Like, I don't know who decided this. I really don't because it's a horrible idea. Just charge a little bit more or like just make you're going to install the stuff. Like, just make it work. Like, what? What? I love like, how they're locking like features in the car. Yeah, yeah. there's for yeah. sure. There's no way that people aren't going to figure out how to just like turn it on, like just like pull the think, wire out, plug think, it into a button, and just turn it on. Yeah, you no, think my no, mom, that's... my mom, not like not obviously not like no, no but like you would take like a mechanic or something, the like mask. Vin Diesel. Yeah. No, the next no, thing like is your gonna... mechanic would probably be able. To, oh yeah, like the heated seat, it's oh, yeah. pl- like it's yeah. hooked up. Like let's just put a button on. I it. think it's a software thing though. Not the hardware. next thing's gonna be like add brakes for twelve twelve dollars <laughs> yeah. a month. Yeah. Otherwise, like, slow down. Otherwise, <laughs> add a seat belt for yeah. only eight dollars a month. Yeah. Add airbags yeah. for for, for the low price of nine ninety nine. Power steering. Yeah, eighteen dollars a month. Uh, you want to go over. Eighty? Yeah. Oh, you're gonna have to pay for that. Yeah. It's like a lime. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, like, yeah, who knows? I don't. Whatever direction this is, like, this is the same direction where, maybe not the same extent, but like when Netflix said, our numbers are falling off a cliff. The solution is, we need ads. Yeah. Even though we're already paying, Hulu has been doing this for years. I don't know if you any of you guys have Hulu. No. If you're familiar, I don't have Hulu. Okay, they've been playing ads. <laughs> With their paid content for years, Prime does that too. Ridiculous! Like I don't understand. Like, yeah, that's why I'm I'm I'm, I'm out. I'm not buying a. I was never. Gonna, I'm not buying a BMW anymore. <laughs> for those who aren't yeah. aware, we lost Alex midway through. Yeah, yeah. he has this, that soccer game. He's going to take out the rage and fury on him. I was just rage thinking, right, wow. both. I was just thinking, who is the guy, the BMW guy, who was driving in the car with the heated seat on? He was like. It shouldn't be free. Like yeah. you know what? Like the people are gonna have to pay. Yeah. I'm gonna get in them two hundred bucks but a there's year. There's no way. There's no way they're doing subscription for just the seat. Like I feel like it's gonna have more features, right? It's gonna be like heated seat. Like maybe like your sunroof can't open without paying. <laughs> maybe. Like there's know. no way they're just gonna be heated seat subscription. They might do more. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. Like we're just opening Pandora's box. I'm the type yeah. of guy too where I don't pay for like anything like my netflix account paid by other people the zone account paid by other people i've been you know mooching off people for years i don't pay for things i don't care how much money i have i don't care if i have a million if i don't care if i'm jeff bezos i'm not paying for heated seats it's principle on principle i'm putting my foot down and planting my flag you're never getting that money out of my pocket so you might as well just include it or take that take the hardware out because i'm not paying for that you know who does the same thing is lebron what he, mm. did, he, he was eating trail mix at the game in a Ziploc baggie because he didn't want to pay for snacks. See, that's I respect that. It's, yeah. it's not about the money. It's, he, really, it's not. It's about the principle. I'm not going to stand for that. There was another clip yeah. where he was like, "Data overages? No, I'll go no data, no Wi-Fi. I'll just." <laughs> and he's LeBron James. And I respect wow. that. LeBron yeah. James and Owen, one in the same. Yes. I have an overrated, underrated, properly rated, and then we'll end the show. But this week, Richard Jefferson got suited up as a referee I during summer that. league. <laughs> I was gonna. I, I was going to shout that out, but I knew you would bring it up. Let's go. Thank you. I mean, I have literally no clue why it happened. I don't think it accomplished anything other than getting people to talk about it. So if that was the goal, mission accomplished. Um, This got me thinking about jobs and sports that I would want to have and ones that I wouldn't want to have, like in terms of game, like adding to the game jobs, not like, you know, like communications manager or something. Okay. Overrated. You're going to hate this take. 
but it's a very limited take. I need you to be very, I'm going to be very specific here. NBA or NFL referee. I wouldn't want to be either of those because I feel like the game is too fast. There's too much to look at. Mm-hmm. I got too much to see. I play too big of a role in the outcome. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be scrutinized. If I don't get good, I'm going to get a reputation. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's worth it. I think it's overrated for those two sports, hockey and soccer. I can get down with. What about baseball? That one would be tough too. Let's put it well, in there. There's so many different roles you can play. Baseball, baseball is yeah. the one where I feel like you have the most impact. Like the game is Absolutely. literally on based on your judgment. They're so. also not going to exist in a couple of years. Ah. I'd be a first <laughs> base hump. Just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he went. Yeah, yeah. uh huh, something like that. But those two, I'm not down with. Um, uh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. okay thank you i'm glad you saw my reasoning there <laughs> properly rated i got the guy with the radar gun at the mlb game mm-hmm. now it's properly rated because i think there would be some really nice perks to this your own like chair your own special spot 80 days a year you go there you set up ballpark food you just point the gun there's I, a guy that does that yeah why don't they just like, you know it might be tripod. a computer i don't know it might be a tripod i don't know but i'm assuming it's a guy and i'm i'm assuming it's not a guy pointing a radar gun at the ball i'm assuming it's pretty automatic well i'm gonna pretend it's a guy for this one okay and i think i would have a pretty boring time that's why it's properly rated i think after a while like my arms would get sore it would be pretty boring after a while but the idea of it not that bad yeah yeah yeah. You get a good seat too. Like you yeah. Get, yeah. You're right there. You get to see a lot of cool things. It's mm-hmm. not like it's that high scrutiny pressure or anything. So that's that. And then number two properly rated, I got a timekeeper. You can do this probably for basketball would be yeah. the best example. That's a great one. Because yeah. I feel like yes, you would have a great seat. You would hear everything. You would see some legendary moments, but you couldn't really enjoy any of it because you're really working there. Yeah. Like that's you're, a lot of focus. Pat, like offensive or defensive rebound. Yeah. Like, Shift yeah. the shot yeah. clock. Yeah. Yep. Always moving. You're not relaxed and enjoying the game. Like some of these things in underrated, like the guy who opens the penalty box in the NHL. <laughs> oh, in the suit. This is a dream job right <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. No pressure. You get to be around the player. Best seat in the building. Absolutely. Be around players when they're pissed. You get some great stories yeah. out of it. Talking to the boys. But they probably yell at you. Yeah. But oh, you get yeah. some get great stories out of talking with the boys. And it's only like two minutes that they're in there. What are they going to do? Punch you? Yeah, they cool down. Yeah. Probably dapping them up on the way out. Yeah, they probably fans yeah. them at the end. Yeah, great view. It, a dream job for real. A dream job. And then number two underrated, and this is probably my favorite one. Guy who changes the down stick in the NFL, and I'm not talking like the measurement cable. I'm talking mm-hmm. the number going from one to two. Yeah, yeah. that would be incredible. <laughs> what a living you would have just yeah. down there. Yep. Yep, and you be get your hand in some NFL films, you know, when they uh-huh. when they show the when <laughs> yeah, they show the stakes. Yeah. yeah, that would be a dream job. I would literally, I would take that right now. So yeah, I agree with that one. I think that's that's supplied by the home team, right? Just like random think people so. that work for the stadium. So I mean, that'd that would be a be nice job to get. I would love that. Unreal view. What do you think about a tennis uh, umpire? I think hard. Yeah. I think that would be hard too. Well, actually. Like they have good technology in that sport. It did, uh, the balls are tracked, so it would your job is a little bit easier with that. Yeah, but that would still be hard, I think. I wish Alex was here because I don't know what they do really. Yeah, me either. <laughs> and Adam's just new to the game, so we can't really get his yeah, opinion. Yeah. yeah. No, that was a good show though. I give that one a ten for sure. I'll give it a ten. Me too. We got to try too. to get that one up asap as I'm possible. I'm just gonna say, I'd I'd probably say referee in any sport would be sick. I think it's sick in all sports. That's the take. The I pressure knew was makes coming. it more fun in my opinion let's go pressure cooker yeah like it's like being a player like you have a lot of pressure on you but like you enjoy it like who cares would you ever take money like would you ever be corrupt 
No. Okay. Good answer. <laughs> good answer because it's recorded. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you actually have to report if you get offered to take money. You actually have to report that too. That's probably good. Look at that. Yeah. This guy's very by the book. Over if you're here. into refs, you should look up. Uh, who's that NBA ref? Donahue? Tim Donahue. Yeah, you should look up his story. I think I've read it before. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Let's just say he was not exactly reporting when people were yeah. offering him no. money. Let's yeah. just go with that. Anyway, I'm giving today a ten. Good job. Thank you. You too. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Good, good jobs all the way around. Yeah. Happy birthday. Shout out Alex. Hopefully the sleepies come. Hopefully they do. I'm really like just staring at his empty cushion right now, looking over there like at various points in the show and just seeing him shaking his head, refreshing his Twitter. <laughs> was the uh, it, Reading the new takes coming in was great stuff to be a part of. So yeah. I'm happy that we got that good timing. That was beautiful. Yeah, send him some love too. Yeah. Yeah. Hate. Well, I was gonna say hate messages, <laughs> respectful messages to I don't Alex. Mar- yeah. I don't know what his handle is. Yeah. You'll find him. It's yeah. okay. It's not that hard to find. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back on Monday. Have a good weekend, everybody. Enjoy the sun. Do whatever you do. Bastille Day, Owen's birthday. Slurpees. Bastille Day. Yeah. yeah. Go celebrate. See you guys on Monday.